Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. So, when you have your two best players turning the ball over at that clip, uh, it's not going to go well for you. And- you can't let them stick around, and you definitely can't let them gain confidence as the game goes on and that's definitely what I saw uh, they saw that they could score at will on this team yeah I mean just kind of embarrassing to kind of get you know dominated like that on your home floor especially coming off a game like they had on Sunday which I thought was probably one of their best games of the season welcome to the sports ethos Kings cast it's daily along with my co-pilot, Liz. What's going on? What's up, y'all? Happy New Year. Um, first quarter, Kings hit from long range early. Keegan, Domas, and Duarte all hit threes. Chris Duarte's defense forced two offensive fouls on the Hornets. HB and Trey also hit threes. Kings up 25-21. Second quarter, Trey hits a three off an Alex Live, Alex Len driving kick. Point Len also finds Herder with a gorgeous backdoor pass. For an easy two, Fox hits two threes. Kings up five in the first half. Uh, I thought the first quarter, I thought defensively, we actually um, came out really nice. Um, we just unfortunately weren't hitting any shots. And then I feel like we just kind of, you know, let them stick around in this game too much. Um, you know, with the turnovers that we were having, uh, I thought Sabonis just too many turnovers tonight and things like that. But the first half, yeah, you can't you can't let a team like this stick around. You can't let them stick around, and you definitely can't let them gain confidence as the game goes on, and that's definitely what I saw. Uh, they saw that they could score at will on this team, and you know our shots weren't hitting, even though we did hit, I want to say, 40% from three. So it's kind of weird. I'll have to look at uh, the box score more just to see what else uh, went wrong or where they had the advantage, but really weird game for sure. Third quarter, Kings get grimy and score six second-chance points. Domas already has a double-double by this point. Hornets make a run and cut the lead to one. Fox scores nine points. Um, Monk hits two back-to-back threes. Kings up six to end the quarter. Fourth quarter, P.J. Washington hits a three. The game is tied at 81 all. Trey answers back with the three of his own. Domas has five fouls at this point, including a few questionable calls, as always. He also had 10 turnovers as well. Kings up three with six minutes to go. Scary Terry in fourth quarter. Fox dueled in the fourth. Hornets up three with 42 seconds to go. Kings couldn't get it going in the final minute. Hornets win in golden one, 111-104. Liz. Yeah, I mean, just kind of, uh, embarrassing to kind of get, you know, dominated like that on your home floor, especially coming off a game like they did, had on Sunday, which I thought was probably one of their best games of the season. Um, I mean, again, you know, like Matt Barnes said, the first five minutes of that third quarter is when you got to kind of really punch them in the mouth. And um, the Kings just came out really flat and slow and just didn't look like themselves and just allowed this team to stick around when it mattered. And, you know, we tried to rely on De'Aaron Fox for that, you know, fourth fourth quarter, you know, captain save a hoe. 
And uh, unfortunately, he had some crucial turnovers. You know, Domas had some crucial turnovers. So when you have your two best players turning the ball over at that clip, uh, it's not going to go well for you. And when you have a guy like, you know, um, Scary Terry that can go off at any moment and do what he does, uh, you know, that's just a recipe for disaster. So, yeah, just a really bad loss tonight. Um, I thought there was some questionable decision-making in the rotations tonight. I don't usually like to ever question Mike Brown, but Malik Monk only playing five minutes in that first half was kind of weird to me. Um, I don't know if it was like defensive purposes or what was going on. Uh, I thought Chris Darte had a decent game tonight. I felt like he was kind of fighting over, you know, the screens and stuff defensively and things like that. But yeah, just, just an inexcusable loss. Um, you can't like stuff like this happen, especially on your home court. Yeah, absolutely. And honestly, I felt like the basketball gods will punish you if you fuck around. And Domas is 10 turnovers. You know, I'm not going to say that's the main reason the Kings lost, but you're not going to win easily if you have 10 turnovers. And, and it is what it is. Also, credit to Scary Terry Rogier um, for doing his thing as usual. And I hate to say it, and I didn't want to lose to a team that has Miles Bridges on its roster uh, for reasons. And he goes off as well. And he's always done that against the Kings. Um, and then PJ Washington, who has always been uh, one of my favorite trade targets for many seasons now, uh, also uh, goes off whenever he came in. So yeah, a rough night all around. We are going to open up the mics. Uh, not much to say about this one. Actually, there is a lot depending on how you see it. Serial. What's up? What's up, man? I don't know. It was, it was for me watching that game was just like watching a very weird game. It felt weird the whole game, like just the flow, the carelessness. Like I never really felt like, oh, they're playing this horrific game. But at the same time, I'm watching it and I'm like, oh, y'all gonna leave them in this game, aren't you? And they hit some like Rosier hit some crazy tough shots uh, that were like, I mean, Duarte was. On everybody's, I mean, I love Duarte today. He hit a couple of shots. He every, and I think Katie even pointed out in the, in the broadcast too. Like there was a point where like every, he did not make one bad defensive switch at all for a while. Like he was like doing everything he was supposed to do. So I did like what he brought to the game. Um, but towards the end, I I kept watching it and I I didn't say it out loud, but in my head I'm like, in those last three minutes I'm like, y'all about to lose this game. Like, I see this. I see what's going to happen. It's going to come down to them taking a lead with, like, a minute or something. And then as soon as Monk took that, I know he takes these shots, and usually in the rhythm of the game, I'm I'm good with it. Even when they look like a quote-unquote bad shot, I'm good with it. But in that particular instance, you're up one, and there's no reason for you to take that three-point shot four steps away from the three-point line. Like, either swing it back to Fox, or use the handles that you got to create, but that's not the shot you want up one after all the three last consecutive uh, possessions on both sides. Like you, that to me was the best. I didn't have any problems with anything that Fox did in the last three possessions. For the most part, I trust all. I trust his judgment in those. His shot wasn't exactly lighting it up, so he he took it to a mid range. Yeah, it was a little off balance, but. I'm good with that. But I thought it was the monk shot right before uh, they, the Charlotte took that lead. That was the ill-advised shot. It was like, mm, that's not good, bro. Um, yeah, it's, it's, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm not 
angry. I'm just it's just disappointed because like I said, the whole game, it just felt weird, man. Like just watching it was like it didn't feel like I was really watching a Kings game. I don't like almost like the hangover game it was like uh New Year's was two days ago, man. You guys shouldn't have a hangover anymore. But yeah, it was just weird, man. And just touching on the Zach Levine thing, you said I, I get it. I, I get the I, 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 there's a bunch of guys that are passionate about Levine and the D'Lo and KC ch- chatty house, but uh, uh, you got you're gonna have to give up too much for dude, and he's just a liability in so many ways. I just I don't want to see it, and I don't even hate the cat. Like I appreciate some of what he did for the Bulls, but that ain't it, man. That's that's not the move. And if you make that move, you're basically that's all your chips in the middle on him because after that. You don't have money. I don't know what you'd have to give up for him. You probably don't have another move after that, though. And so you're really counting on that to be the one move that been. I just don't see him as being that dude that takes you over the top. No, I don't. I didn't. I don't think it is. I'm just saying, if they were to get him, he would be an upgrade over Herder, though. Right? Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah I mean, that's sure. all I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. But no, the no, thing no, no, that makes right. it a uh, the thing that makes it a big no is is the salary. Right, like, I feel like his contract is too big. Are you looking? Uh, he's it got up? like, <laughs> uh, I think he's got like. No, I'm not looking up, but I, if I remember right, he's got like, what he's got like three or four years left at, at thirty something. Like, it's it's a pretty significant contract. Yeah, no, he he makes uh, roughly forty five. So yeah, I'm way off for forty five yeah. for someone who could create his own shot, but kind of isn't a two way player. Um, that's a lot. Yeah, that's a lot. I agree with you though. He he is an upgrade from Herder. It's just the only way I'd even consider to get him is if they're the Bulls are really all in. I'm like, we just want draft picks. You know, we'll take one. We just want the like basically like we just want him the cap hit off of our off of our books. You know. Yeah. So yeah, but that that's it. Though. But yeah, I agree with you. He I mean he's an upgrade over Herder, no doubt. Yeah. Uh, appreciate you, Manny. Thanks. And Mark. happy New Year. Ross, what's going on? Yo, what's up, everybody? Um, tough loss. Uh, as far as the trades, real quick, um, I think Monty's going to wait for a bottom feeder team to sell low on somebody. I don't see him, you know, like a Zach Levine player. I don't see him going out and spending a few draft picks and a player to get him if they want to settle for like one draft pick, kind of like it did with Herder, ironically enough. But when we did make that Herder trade, it was a brilliant trade and still can be. Herder is not dead. He's just struggling right now. Um, but the man is struggling, no doubt. Um, actually, to touch on him real quick, I just feel like he's, when he started slumping a little, he just, he wasn't in the rhythm of the offense. And I think that's why you got to do a lot to get benched by Brown. And he just, he was almost trying to shoot his way out of a slump. And that's not, what you do in a Mike Brown offense, it's ball movement. It's waiting for the exact perfect shot to come to you as opposed to just taking a quick one when you got a little open look. So um, just on that, but uh, yeah, a lot of, a lot of ugliness. I, I turned on the TV and I actually got to watch this game live tonight and saw Cody Martin and Terry Rozier in the starting lineup. And like my heart dropped to my stomach because it's those like sick names like that that just always seem to go off and they're so comfortable um kinks came out 
kind of trading baskets and then they went up by 10 and looked like they were pulling away. And um, Liz, I think the reason why Monk got benched um, and Brandon Nunez did a little uh, post about it. Um, he just had three really low IQ plays to start. One of them was on a fast break. He caught the ball with his back facing the basket in the corner and turned around and shot a three pointer when we're up 10 and then couple, you know, kind of questionable turnovers and Hornets immediately went on a 10 0 run and they looked like, um, Katie made a point that the first half first, uh, Denver, they were going all ISO and they, they started off the game plan, um, really well sharing the ball. And when they went down 10, they started going ISO taking terrible threes and they were, they were on the ropes and we let them right back in. And, um, like Daly said, the basketball gods will punish you. Um, you take a bad three on one end. Is it like 99% that the other team comes down and makes the three? It's got to be some ridiculous percentage because the basketball gods are for real when it comes to that. Um, but yeah, just a sloppy game. Um, nobody's going to talk about it because he's our, you know, beautiful baby, but our man Keeg struggled and, um, I don't want to point the finger at him, but he played, I think, the most minutes on the team, 37 minutes, and just a really rough game. Um, Bridges was tough. That's a really tough guard. I'm not going to be mad at him for that, but just kind of feel like when he's struggling on offense right now, he's kind of starting to let it affect the rest of his game. Um, I'm not worried about him at all, but, you know, if we're going to call people out, he he had a rough one, and um, – one other person I'll call out is I love you Barnes, but I just looked at his numbers and I think he played 24 minutes and he had three, one and one, um, which is it's really hard when you're playing two full quarters and you're only giving your us one field goal, one rebound, one assist. And that foul he had at the end was, was just the lowest IQ because we still had, um, I think it would have gave us a few seconds left to get the ball back. defensive stop so that's tough um on the positive trey um only playing 17 minutes and he just he's been playing so good i i don't see how he doesn't play 20 plus minutes from here on out um duarte was really good again um had i think seven rebounds four assists and almost 10 points and just gives you that kind of gritty energy so um i love him in the starting lineup i just thought it was one of those nights, you know, um, I don't know what was on the ball, but it slipped through Sabonis's hands like five times and Monk's hands a few times, Fox's hands a few times. So that was just brutal. Um, but Fox in the last five minutes showed that he's the man. Um, I'll live with, I don't love the shot selection of the mid-range um, when we're down three, but he's been so good and he just was having such a terrible first quarter and you look up and he's got 28 points. It's just, it's incredible. Um, guy is the truth. Uh, but you know, I'm going to do what I always zoom out. Cause I've been watching Kings basketball a long effing time and this team's really good. And it was one game. Um, they literally just needed one defensive stop in the last five minutes. I kept yelling at the TV. They go up three. I say, give me one stop, and we win this thing game. They go up five. Give me one freaking stop, and they just couldn't get the stop. 
Um, so right back at it tomorrow. Um, let's see how they respond. They, they've responded really well after a bad game. So I expect even though it's on a back-to-back, they show up. Um, appreciate y'all. Have a good night. Thanks, Russ. Happy New Year and well said. And thank you for landing your plane on a positive note. Uh, I always appreciate that because we could, we could go full Doomer if we wanted to, uh, but I'm glad you stayed positive. Some interesting stats to note. Um, of course, the Hornets won the turnover battle. Six less turnovers, 20 to 14. Of course, they win the free throw battle, 78% to uh, the Kings, 58%. And then, yeah, really weird. Uh, I think our turnovers offset the fact that uh, Kings had 20 more rebounds. Probably seven times out of 10 teams that win the rebounding battle will usually win, but not if you have that many turnovers, you know? Chase, it's been a minute. How are you? Uh, I was just going to say, well, big ups to whoever just spoke. Trey Lyles, yeah, is playing well. I think he had a slow start coming back from not playing, but I think he's been playing a lot better lately. Uh, Someone also said that it looks like the hangover game, which is kind of ties into what I wanted to say about how I think a lot of, like, our role players just, like, just take a seat in some of these games because they're like, well, I'm not the man. I'm not De'Aaron Fox. I'm not Sabonis. Like, if I'm not hitting my shots, then I'm just not going to make a difference today. Like, we have a lot of... You know, streak shooters, like a guy like Kevin Herter who can shoot the ball well, but if he's not shooting the ball well, it seems like he kind of just, you know, takes takes the game off. He's like, well, I'm going to shoot like shit today. I'm not going to add anything. Um, and that's something that's kind of been bothering me, and that's why, uh, I mean, last year I was anti-trade, but this year I feel a little more like, like willing to make a trade. And uh, anyone who knows me knows that I'm an unwarranted Chris Duarte here. Uh, the amount of hate I give that guy is just like absolutely ridiculous. I don't know why I hate him so much, but I just don't really like him. Um, but seeing him come out and play tonight, uh, was like refreshing because he kind of had like a little bit of that dog in him. And obviously he's probably fighting for minutes and wants to stick around, but seeing him hustle for boards and second chance baskets and, um, you know, driving and dishing and trying to make something happen is, is refreshing because, I don't know. Last year, it seems like the beam team kind of put that fire under some of our our role players, and um, they wanted to be a part of something. And you know, turning Sacramento around was something that everyone was really proud of. But I don't know, man. It just seems like on some of these nights, um, you get guys that are just like, "I'm not going to make a difference, so why would I play that hard?" And I, I don't know. I just haven't really been seeing like a ton of hustle out of some of uh, some of our guys. Like, I don't see HB hustling a lot. I don't see Kevin Herter hustling a lot. I don't. I don't see like these guys really fighting for uh, second chance points and things like that as much as they used to. I don't know. Maybe they think they're getting traded or something like that. I don't know what the deal is. I don't know if I'm the only one that feels like that, but that's just kind of how I feel. Um, But yeah, Fox Fox played a decent game. I don't give a shit that he hucked three balls at the end of the game. I mean, he's the guy to do that. So whatever, but the game should have been in the bag before that moment anyways. And uh, Sabonis keeps putting up consistent numbers. I don't know why we're turning over the ball and dropping it so much, but it is what it is. Uh, we just got to tighten up a little bit. I don't know. Today was weird. Whoever said it was like a hangover game is kind of right. It seems like dudes were just kind of clueless tonight. I don't know what was going on. Our team's still fucking fire, though, and we're a playoff contender, and I think we do need to improve our like three or four position, maybe. So, Yeah, 100%. And, and, you know, I'll take this team any day over the vomit game team. You know what I mean? So when you put it in that perspective, I think we're fine. Uh, you are a Duarte hater, as is, I would say, probably 60% of 
the fan base. I'm a Duarte truther. Uh, I just love having a person who's starting that isn't always targeted uh, on the defensive end. And even if he has a stat line of maybe two rebounds and four points, at least it's not being ran through. You know what I mean? So I'll take that any day. Yeah. So uh, yeah, Chase, uh, good to hear from you. Thanks for coming through. We appreciate you. Nolan, thank you for your patience. What's going on? Yeah, start off, peeped at your uh, list, MF Doom sneaking in there like that, and your other artist list, Beastie Boys, sneaking in top 10, also like that one as well. Um, (laughs) Thanks. No worries. Um, But I didn't watch too, too much. I was just trying to watch what I could. I was at the gym. It was on TV at the gym. So, But more so with the – I know everyone, when we lose, wants to talk about trades. ship this get this fix this but more often than not i feel like teams that win the championship is whoever's most healthy and whoever catches fire uh heading into the playoffs we've seen what a lot of our guys can do yes they've been in a slump but uh, even her last year after he started off the year really slow and then he picked it up and he was on fire and he kind of got cold near the playoffs um but if we just I'm fine either way. If we make a big trade, we try to go for a guy, we just try to get depth or we try and stand pat because we know what players are capable of. We know what Kevin Hurd can do when he's on. We know what Harrison Barnes can do when he's on. He started off the year amazing this year and then tapered off. So if we stood pat and we don't like the trades we see, um, full trust in Monty with that. If he doesn't like what's on the table, we got a lot of assets. We could do noise next year. I think we have decent cap space in the free agency. I'm not uh, compared to other teams uh, this year. If we really wanted to try to just sign depth, sign one big guy. Um, but I think it's just if we catch fire going into the playoffs, if everyone wants to stand pat and see how we play out the rest of the season, let guys sit or not get as much minutes, let them work on their shot, work on whatever they need to fix leading into the playoffs. I can see us making some noise in the playoffs with the team we have. But that's what it is. Whoever catches fire, whoever stays the healthiest, that's who usually wins the chip. Other than that, nothing else to say. A tough loss today. So you're not a proponent of any trades right now? I mean, I wouldn't be upset. I know it sounds like a quick fix. And it's like if you want to see Alcom on your team, I'd love to see Alcom on the team. But I could also see the standpoint of staying put. I, I, I like what we had last year. It's hard to replicate it, but you've seen it done. So it's not impossible. We could, we could still with our guys, if Herder plays how he should, uh, Davion leading in becomes a defensive stopper we need and have all of our guys play to what we've seen them play. It's not like we're asking someone to go out there and be something they're not. All these guys have done it before, and we've seen it. It just whoever can be the most consistent heading into the playoffs. Yeah, 100%, man. Um, Yeah, tough loss tonight. It is what it is. I you know, I still chalk it up to them just feeling themselves and, mm-hmm. you know, just shitting the bed. Um, thank you, Nolan. Appreciate you. And thanks for checking out the uh, the music list. Appreciate it. Had to. Had to. Uh, feel free to post yours, though, man. Uh, I got to think. This will that'll be like a three, four day in the chamber <laughs> thinking. Uh, that's a tough one. Time. It's that's not. Fine. That's the funny thing. It's just Twitter. Like, yeah, it's not set in stone. No one's going to hold it up against you. Uh, yeah, fuck. Like, uh, yeah. I'll, I'll try to get one out tomorrow. Keep keep your eye out for it. Fair enough, man. Fair enough. I appreciate it. Um, Liz, any thoughts that we should probably uh, close up shop in about 10 minutes or so? 
Well, I mean, the game speaks for itself. <laughs> they they went out. They embarrassed themselves. Um, they got a tough one tomorrow. Uh, they definitely got to come out um, playing a lot better. I mean, the we're both basically on back-to-backs. We all know how our season has looked on back-to-backs, so don't get uh, two embarrassing losses in a row. But, yeah, this game was just inexcusable, so there's not much more to be said. And on the trade front, how are you feeling? I mean, I'm just going to stand where I've always stood. Like, I mean, I trust with Monty what he's going to do. I mean, he's not going to make a move just to make a move and swing for the fences just to swing for the fences to appease, you know, Kings fans because, um, you know, sorry to all. If you uh, think you're a general manager, you're not. That's why he gets paid the big bucks and we don't. Um, The trade machines that I've been seeing sometimes are just laughable. Uh, So, you know, we got to be patient with this stuff. Rome wasn't built in a day, and, you know, this Kings team uh, definitely won't turn into a contender overnight. So um, we just kind of have to wait to see what happens and, you know, take it one game at a time. Absolutely. Liz, any last words? All right, it's on to the next one tomorrow, and, you know, hopefully we come out with a better effort, and uh, you know, because this Orlando Magic team, they've been pretty good this year. So this game is not going to be easy by any means, especially both of us being on a back-to-back. We know we haven't been good at back-to-back, so. Uh, we need to change that narrative coming into 2024. Man, you know what? I, I think the Magic are definitely another litmus test. Since they are legit, they beat Boston. You are 100% correct on that. And then uh, I already said uh, last space, last episode, two of my fears were us being the team that loses to Detroit. And that's still a fear, even though they already got um, their losing streak. Losing to them is one of my fears. And then also getting ran out of the building by Tyrese and the Pacers, which is a very big possibility. Uh, I just don't want to see it. And it's on my mind for whatever reason. Scared for that happening because I I think they totally can. I hate to say it. Anywho, guys, um, we appreciate you. Thanks for coming through. Good day. Good night. Light the beam. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.